Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Sunday, October 21. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And uh, let's pray, beginning of a new week and a fresh start day as well, and uh, Sunday, October 21. So I'm excited for this uh, really interesting passage, uh, Romans chapter 13. Heavenly Father, just want to thank you again, Lord, for uh, calling us together, for the opportunity, Lord, to be able to reflect in your text, uh, to be able to read it, to ask for the Spirit to lead us into a new place. Uh, God, as we reflect on this, as we look at the questions, may we think about this week and today as well, and uh, with fresh insight, in Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Okay, we are, as usual, reading from the English Standard Version on Sunday, Romans chapter 13. Subtitle, Submission to the Authorities. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good." But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, Revenue, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. Subtitle, Fulfilling the Law Through Love. Owe no one anything except to love each other, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this, in this word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know the time, that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. All right. Wow. Yeah. So much to laugh about in that. Oh, there is? could hardly keep a straight face. It was difficult, yes. (laughs) Oh, dear. I thought I found it comic. Positively Uh, comic. Is that because uh, because Paul's a comedian now? uh... Just many of the concepts in it, the ideas of... All the leaders being like ordained by God and everything is just sort of hilarious to me. Oh well, maybe there's some good stuff inside. Well, there. it just is. Well, we're going to have some. We're going to have some fun with that. I'd be interested. It. Yeah. 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 Is it reasonable to expect that every passage? Oh, this is the que- recalibrate question. First of all, and I just jumped into it, so yeah, I should okay. preface it. Um, is it reasonable to expect that every passage in the Bible should teach us about Jesus? And why is Romans 13 hard for some to accept? 
while it's perfectly easy for others. So these two questions seem not particularly linked to me. Yeah, and I'm just wondering what, that. well, I'm, I yeah. am talking to the author. <laughs> Where does the first question, this idea of expecting every passage to teach about Jesus, where does that question come from? I know you wrote about it in your daily walk, but it doesn't necessarily, is it because you think there's something about this passage that would be hard to see Jesus in? Is that no, why you're asking uh, the question? Or no, what? I actually think that's a, a, it's a, I think that's a good question uh, about any passage. Um, and I think because this passage is so controversial, I think it's always a good question to ask when it's a controversial, a controversial passage, whether it's reasonable to expect this one here actually teaches you anything about Jesus. I guess I think that if you have to force an interpretation in anything, like, well, I mean, why do that? So well, I don't know. If well, you felt I, like I you say, had to I find something that, about Jesus in every passage, I think that would be a little artificial. So yeah. I, d- I don't know that I think it's reasonable to expect that every single passage i'm sure there are some that like the genealogies like literally just one phrase that says so so and so begat so and so i don't know i could come up with something it tells me about jesus but well i, I it think it wouldn't be much i think that the the concept is that christ talks about scripture in this way that he says that when you look at scripture there's a purpose behind the scripture and so the the story is supposed to take you to him Right, mm. and so even the genealogies, uh, the is the rhythm and the design of them. There actually is a story inside most of them that we often miss because we just read them as lists. Sure. Um, but there's always like some kind of apex in there, or there's like some list inside that that says, "Why does it stop at this particular name?" and pull it out. And so okay, some so you think that, that every passage should. I kind your, of I kind I don't of know. I'm kind of I'm, I kind of lean in that camp. I'm agnostic I, I'm, on this point. Okay. I think I'd have to say. <laughs> Like, I, mean, I lean in that fine. part that I actually believe the Bible does take us to Jesus. And I think the difficult passages, like this one here, and I say it's difficult. Now, why is this one difficult? And, uh, and why you it's have not this difficult for hard for other some people. to accept while it's perfectly easy for others? Yeah, because this the, is a Wouldn't very, the short answer to that question be it depends on who's in power at the given moment, whether people like this text or not? Because that's the thing I think I find most hilarious about it, is the same people who will quote it right now would not have quoted it, say, four years ago or three years ago or some other period of time ago, if you see what I'm getting at. Well, I, not people were not so into deferring yeah, yeah. to the authority of the yeah. leaders. They're not always in, into yeah. that. Well, is it the leaders that actually are the ones who are holding the seat that actually declare this passage? And so well, in this case, I, in I, this mean, case I, think it's the, I think it's the leaders themselves that are declaring it this time as opposed to other people. But you hear people use it as a... What I find so funny about it is, I mean, you can see so many examples in the Bible of people who did not do whatever the leaders said. Daniel yes. is a good example, the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes. You know, there are tons of examples of basically civil disobedience yeah. in the Bible where people look at risk things. And, I mean, well. would I mean, Paul yeah, have said, absolutely. well, actually, you should just, you know, bow down to the, according to this, that they were fools for not bowing down to the statue. They should have just done it because God put that emperor, Nebuchadnezzar, whoever yeah, it was, yeah. there, and they should have done whatever he said. So then you have to ask yourself... So what's he really talking about? You have to ask yourself, what is Paul really talking about yeah. if, if he if says this? we assume that he would have accepted that Daniel and the others were correct in yeah. what they did. And I think there's actually something deeper inside this passage. You know, why did Esther go and, and appeal to mm-hmm. the king to save mm-hmm. her people? Why didn't she just let him kill them? Yeah. Yeah. You know, why? Why did anybody do anything? It's it's an interesting. Yeah. So what? Thing. What? What is yeah. the answer to that? I don't know. I mean, if, I think what you were saying is that he must mean something, or there must be a context that he's speaking to specifically, the way that he often does, where we're then not supposed to apply it to everything all the time. 
supposed to apply to some specific situation? No, I, I think that he's I think that he's pretty straightforward in this passage. I think really? he's saying that you should always give authority to I mean you should give respect to authority. I think that's what Paul's saying, absolutely. But I think the context of the passage is that chapter twelve, all the way through to the end of here of the book of Romans, is about how to actually live your walk with God, how to be authentic with that. And, and the context is that at the time, there's a lot of pressure on, on people. There's a lot of eyes on Christianity. On, well, Christianity, there's a lot of eyes on the followers of Jesus. And, and he's saying, look, for the sake of the gospel, uh, if you can, pay full authority to all these people. However, however, uh, he himself, Paul, I mean, he stands up sometimes to authority and he speaks uh, and oh, says yeah, these are wrong. He ended up and being imprisoned somewhere, Many, many right? times. And then other times, he actually, you know, when he got arrested, um, he never told them that he was a Roman citizen until afterwards because well, for the sake of the see, gospel. See, I love this. So I think there's something really deep about him who, understanding who... Would you have no fear of the one who's in that? authority? For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. He's basically saying... Which verse is that? Um, it's verse uh, 3. Verse 3, Okay. Do what is good, and you will receive his approval. He's basically saying that if you're if you fall afoul of the authorities, it's your own fault because you're doing something wrong. That if you're behaving the way that you should be, then you have nothing to fear from authority. And I just find that argument hilarious. Okay, you know, now, it, it's now, pretty funny. How would you write it if you were about to be send a letter out about authority to a civilization that's going to read this in front of the? worst authorities. I think would I you, would avoid the subject. Well, no, you can't avoid the subject <laughs> because everybody's actually putting you in prison and chasing you down. So what mm. you have to do is you have to recognize that the letter is So it's public. not to us, it's to the leaders. No, it's, I think the context is really important. I think that's the problem with scripture sometimes. We read it and we, we don't realize what's going on in the world that they're written in. Yeah. And then we so have to then apply us. it to us as well. But I mean, it is a really risky letter. Well, and why do we have to, to have apply to it to us? If it was specifically for them, why do we have to apply it? I think to that's us? actually what Scripture is. Scripture has the power to talk to us then and now as well, and that's why it's inspired as opposed to just uh, just a great book. Hmm. Okay. But hey, our time is up for today, and so we've got a lot to do. We didn't really even get to address the question. So think about the question. Is it reasonable to expect that every passage in the Bible should teach you about Jesus? And why is Romans 13 hard for some to accept while it's perfectly easy for others? Look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.